0: Hello. You did it. Sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: Yeah, but you did it. You did something
0: funny. It was great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Hello, all you bloomers out there. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa, and with me is my co-host, Ambrosia. What's up, Ambrosia? Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, I need um, the whip on my face when I say that. Yeah, hello. <laughs> um, I am so happy to be back. This is my first episode in like uh, that I'm recording in what like I don't know eight days, nine days. Yeah, it's been like oh a long time. time. It's, yeah, it's been like a long time, but at the same time, it felt like a flash. I mean, like it felt like the time that I was gone was like you know what? I kept getting so. If you haven't been listening or if you need a reminder, I've been at Burning Man. Even though you've been hearing up me and Ambrosia on the episodes all last week, that whole time I really wasn't there. I was at Burning Man. It was man. all fake. It was all an illusion. I was a, I was at Burning Man in the desert with no service and um, – I was going to say? Oh, it's funny though because you know what? I was thinking about our podcast while I was there because – the week, literally, I, it went by faster than like if you ask me what happened, I'm just like I don't even know. Like it just happened. It's so fast. I kept getting that image that I think we were told on one of the conversations with uh, the ARC-9 mm-hmm. about how life is like – it's like putting your face in water and then like coming up. Like you just like come up like a splash of water, mm-hmm. you know, and it's yeah. just like wow, that was cool. Like let's do it again really quick. Um, that's how it felt. Like that's how my whole like 8 or 9 days felt. It just felt like I put my face in the water. I like looked around and then I like came back up and it was like, "What? I'm back home? Huh? How did that happen?" That's cool. Yeah, it's really neat. I like that. Yeah, it was neat. What happened while I was gone? Um Did you enjoy well, your week off? No,
1: I missed you actually. Aww. I, I know, right? Oh, yeah. we need a soundboard. Oh. Um, I, I felt like, you know, that feeling when you feel like you should be doing something you're kind of mechanics, because you're like, I know I need to be doing something. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. But then I was trying to just relax and be calm and do all of that stuff. Um, (laughs) but it was good. I went camping.
0: Yeah, you went camping. How was that? Still don't like
1: it. Still don't like camping. (laughs) I don't like lamping in an RV. I do not enjoy it. Did everyone else have fun? Everybody else had a great time. The kids love camping. Um, I convinced one of the other adults that we should run a beach house next year. So that's
0: what we're doing. (laughs) Nice. Way to hijack it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We did get this big inflatable raft for four people, and that was really fun.
0: That sounds awesome. Did you go – like, was there water? You could, like, ride it down or just – Yeah, go, we went go. to the beach. Oh, it's mm-hmm. beach. Beach camping. Yeah, beach camping. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It was fun. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. I had no idea you were going camping this weekend. So, mm-hmm. by the way, I, I miss you too, and I thought about you too because – Ha- so you know how I was like so excited to go to Burning Man and like I was just like oh my god I just need to be there blah, blah. and I and I had a great time like I'm so happy that I went because it was you know amazing in a lot of ways, but it also was like super challenging in a lot of ways, and I thought of you because I was like, yeah no, Ambi would not be down with this at all like not at all like not at all. Like, I don't want to bring her here anymore (laughs) because I'm just fooling myself. I she's not going to like.
1: I'm gonna be a grumpy bitch. Yeah, she's gonna want
0: to get the fuck out. She's gonna want (laughs) to get a fifty thousand dollar helicopter airlift out of here. So how can
1: I make this happen?
0: Yeah, because there are some days there that's so hot. That like – and you're so tired because your like time schedule is like you – there's so much to do during the day and then there's so much to do at night. Like there's so many music acts you want to see and most of these music acts will play until sunrise. Like literally. So you're going out at like midnight and then through sunrise and then all you want to do is sleep when you get home because you're exhausted. But then you can't because the sun is beating into your tent and it is – it's a sauna in there. So – what you do is in our camp, we have something called the Stacker. Our camp's freaking amazing, by the way, which I just want to shout them out, Intergalactic Sasquatch Village. I love you so much. But we have something called the Stacker, and the Stacker is like this giant trailer that's air conditioned. And what they did was they threw two giant like blow-up pools in there, like inflatable like giant pools and just mm-hmm. threw a ton of pillows in the f- pools. So at any given day, you'd go in there and you'd open the door and you'd feel the air conditioning on your face and you'd be like, oh my God, thank God. I can't be on the on the sun one more second. I have to sleep. And you walk in and you it just looks like there's dead bodies everywhere. It just looks like there's dead bodies in these pool things because everyone's just like completely passed out laying on top of each other, like laying on top of the – the, then laying on the floor. Then as it gets fuller, like laying on top of other things you're not supposed to be laying on top of. Like – and and you just spend the day in there just like trying to live your life. It's trying to be cool enough so you can sleep. And I just had so many times where I was like, yeah, I would never hear the end of this if she was here. <laughs> I would never hear the end of this. So definitely not.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. Um, Oops. Yeah. 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 It wasn't that – well, you know what? It wasn't that bad when we went camping. That was probably because I did not leave the float the whole day. Literally. I was like, Briley, get me a sandwich and bring it. (laughs) I'm like – Stay in the water. Just stay in the water. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, You know what doesn't sound funny either is like – you know how you have to like roll in the dirt, like when you first get there, if you've never been to Burning Man before? No,
0: I never did that.
1: Really? Okay. Well, I people heard that. say
0: you have to do it, but I've never done it, and no no, no one I know has ever done it. So maybe
1: it's just hazing people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just seeing who will do it. But I mean you're covered in it's not dirt though, it's dust. It's dust. Right. It's Which, white dust. It's white? Yeah, it's white. Oh, that's cool. So all over you it's just like white. And and like and the, the thing is it's alkaline, so like it'll kinda of start to like eat away if you leave it on your skin too long, kinda of start to like make your skin really cracky and stuff. Oh that sounds so great. Yes, yeah, so you gotta you gotta like use vinegar and baby wipes and all this stuff. You have and, to use vinegar? Yeah, vinegar, because the playa the playa at Burning Man, the 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 dust is a base and vinegar is an acid, so it balances it out. Just things you learn at Burning Man. Yeah.
1: That's a horrendous smell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> see. You wouldn't like that. That's either. like
1: a fucking horrendous smell. You smell like bad eggs all week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. So
1: serious question.
0: Yeah. Do you put it on your crotch? Because that would burn. No. Because I don't let the dust near my crotch.
1: Doesn't it get there though? Like when no. I went to the beach camping, it got in my crotch. It just happened. No.
0: No, it doesn't because you're not usually like sitting on the ground. Like there's all – we we like at our camp – at our little – like at my tent, we had like a a shag rug that we were always sitting on and like our camp – like we had all kinds of like carpet and stuff all around our camp. And if you're sitting, you're usually sitting in a chair or sitting on the rug or sitting on an inflatable thing. You're not like sitting on the ground. So it's not getting up in there. But you do have to be careful when you're – having relations because when things are wet or sticky and the 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 playa dust can can stick to it and then that can hurt but i didn't have any oh shit that's a tough time i didn't have any issues like that so no worries
1: did you see what we got tagged in on
0: facebook no what
1: that J.P. Spears made this thing about if you can't go to Burning Man, you can make it at your home.
0: No. What did he oh say? Oh, my God. Oh, it's so
1: funny. It. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's so funny.
0: Oh, I'm definitely going to have to watch it. He's great. I love him. He's so funny.
1: Um, But that explains why he used flour because I was like, why is it white? Why is he using yes. white
0: flour? It looks like flour for sure. Last night, uh, my partner and I got home at like – five o'clock in the morning and we were just standing at the baggage thing waiting for the bags to come out. And it was just like every like fourth bag would just be covered with white. And I'd be like, they went to Burning Man. They went to Burning Man. They went to Burning Man. Cause like once you get it on yourself, you can't I mean it's it's like you're marked. Like the dust will never really leave. So you bring it home. And uh and yeah, it looks like flour. That's a good that's a good way.
1: So how do people get RVs
0: there. They rent them and they drive them there. That makes sense. <laughs> Pretty simple. That. Pretty simple. Yeah, but it's it, it's really cool. I mean, it was an amazing it was an amazing experience and I'm so happy that I went for the third time, but as I was like sharing with Ambie earlier, it was definitely more emotionally challenging and definitely like put things you know, a little in perspective for me and also was definitely one of those – like I had – there was some so many high highs, like really high highs and amazing times and I love the people in my camp so much and, you know, got to meet a lot of awesome people from Positive Head there too. Um, but at the same time, there were also, like, I'd say the challenges stuck out to me more this time. You know, like, I, I recognize a lot of things with them. Here's the thing about Burning Man is, like, it'll really just pull out of you whatever's in you. You know what I mean? Like, it'll pull out the good stuff and it'll pull out the bad stuff and, like, it'll pull out your confidence and it'll pull out your insecurities and, like, There was some stuff I honestly like my little it was like my whiny inner child, (laughs) my little inner child that like throw tantrums like when they didn't feel good, which is something I haven't really identified with recently. But like she came out, she came out, she cried, she had a pity party for herself. Um, And, you know, it was cool. It was cool to be able to experience that. It was cool to be able to see these aspects of myself that I kind of thought I'd left behind and it's like, "Oh wait, no, 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 they're still here. You haven't actually dealt with these yet. You've just been kind of focused on other things, which is fine, but now you know they're here. These mm. insecurities are still here. This little girl who feels abandoned is still here. Um, you know, and so it's a really it's a really beautiful experience to be able to uh to have the highs and the lows and to know that that doesn't make it like a bad trip or anything like that it's just that's what burning man is about it's about growth it's about seeing yourself in like new ways and seeing your seeing other people and how you interact with them and and um and also it's about being an individual as well as being part of a community because it's there's so i think a big thing that i noticed this time around is how like as in, as people, we're so kind of um, geared towards like wanting to do what everyone else is doing. We just want to be like a part of the group, right? And we want to make sure, like, well, are you going? Like, are you? Do you want to do this? Like, is is this cool with you? Meanwhile, we, we might have something that we want, really want to do, like we really want to experience something, but but we're not really giving that much attention because we're just so focused on not being left behind or not being alone. And that was like a big theme I felt like came out. This time is about like that's burning man, it's okay for you to be alone. You know, like it's okay. Like we're and we're all really alone in life, aren't we? I mean, yes, we may, we may have a partner next to us, we may have our mother and father with us, whatever. But in in reality, like we're alone. We're on this journey alone, you know? And so it just really put into perspective for me how important it is to always, always listen to yourself. And how hard that is sometimes, like how hard it is when, you know, there was a night, like I said, I kind of had a breakdown because um, I was just so tired of partying, to be quite honest with you. I was like – I was literally crying because partying is hard because I just felt like I I didn't have enough time to recuperate. I didn't have enough – it was just – I was exhausted, but I also didn't want to miss stuff and I didn't want to not go out with a group. And then like my partner – like there was a couple of times my partner was like, please come. Like he wanted me to come and like – and I just felt so much pressure to, like, stay with everybody, even though my body was like, no, you want to sleep, like, mm-hmm. go to sleep. And so, you know, I had this one day where I just kind of melted down and I had to, like, go by myself and cry for a while and just figure out what I really wanted. And um, and so, and so anyway, it, a big lesson for me was, yeah, really about, you know, um, how easy it is to kind of fall into what everyone else wants you to do and mm-hmm. how you don't want to get left behind but really you're going to be best of use to everyone, you know, and and yourself and you're going to feel the best in yourself when you uh, listen to yourself even if that means quote unquote missing out on something, right? Because the other thing about Burning Man is there's a million things to do. You could be doing anything. Like there's so many things to do you could never do even 10%, never, so it's like to accept the fact that you're never going to do all the things and that your pace is great for you and I think that's a perfect metaphor for life, you know, you got to listen to yourself and go at your own pace. So mm-hmm.
1: that's nice. I like that. What a nice lesson.
0: Yeah. It was a nice lesson. It was a nice lesson and it was also nice just to kind of uh be there, like be talk to people and not it was def- – I actually this time felt the urge for my phone many times. There was many times when I felt that I want I want to check my phone and mm. it was nice to kind of – because the other times I've been, I didn't really have that urge. I was kind of so in it that I was like – and this time I kept feeling that like, mm, well, oh, well, uh, I could just go on my phone. Oh, no, I can't go on my phone. Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm going to have to figure out how else to be in the situation, you know? <laughs> yeah. And – um. And, and that's cool because you really like start talking to people and connecting with people in a deeper way and I think that's important. But yeah, I mean overall it was an amazing experience and at the end of it I felt really excited to come back and like be here and connect with you and be doing – what it made me realize too how important it is what we're doing and how much I love what we're doing. You know, like how – I really love working on this. Like I – is it stressful sometimes? Sure, but – I love it. Like, I love what we're doing and I'm so happy that I, like, I love what I'm doing. And um, and there were several people at camp who were, like, noticing what we were doing. You know what I mean? Who knew on their own what we were doing and that was really cool to see. So, So, yeah. Anyway, that's my recap. I'm back. My skin has been buffed. Um, by the playa, exfoliated exfoliated on a day, like literally it's like someone took like a sand blaster to my face and it's just, it's like a baby's bottom. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. Yep. I had a great time camping. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that bad actually, because we didn't go to the actual beach because there was a hurricane. So we went to the yeah. sound side. So it was just calm water. No kids drowned. It was really nice. Good. <laughs> um, no kids drowned. No kids drowned. That's always a good thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there was something. Oh, being around people. So we had the RV. Yeah. I I like being around people. I'm a people person. And I really like being um, in the center of attention. Yeah. Big shock there. <laughs> um. But... Because we had the RV, everybody was cooking and cleaning and hanging out with our kids because we had air conditioning and all the amenities. And it was so fucking overwhelming. Mm. I had nowhere to go. Like I was just stuck with everyone, literally 24 hours a day for three days. And so it was just by the end of it, I remember I came home and I just sat in my room like, oh God, this feels so nice to just be quiet by myself. Yes. And that's when I decided that a tiny house is not for my family.
0: Yes. So, see, isn't that funny? <laughs> that's good. I feel like the two of us both, because like you wanted a tiny house. And for me, like I always wanted, I always say every time I come back from Burning Man, I'm like, that's how I want to live. I just want to live in a community. I don't even need anything. I'll just <laughs> live, you know, I don't need that, yeah. no. whatever. Yeah. And we both had the experience of like, actually, no. <laughs>
1: no. That- I really like this such situation. Yeah. 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 I just want to be more aware of what I'm doing. I want to, I've decided I want to like grow my own food and yeah. have a compost and like do those things. That doesn't mean I have to have a tiny house, right? Yeah. We don't need to go from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. But interestingly, so you had the experience that like people were like excited and, Um, I had the experience that there was someone in particular that I'm not going to say who, but there was someone in particular that kept like poking fun at me for Mm. what we were doing and kind of like, well, I wish I didn't have to work or Andy, like someone at the campsite fell and cracked their head open. I don't know if they passed away or not, but they had to have an ambulance come and take them away in the whole bit. And the person was like, Andy, connect to them and see if they're dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And like, I just like sat with it or every time something like we were listening to music and every time like Tupac would come on or something like that, this person would be like, do you talk to them? Do you talk to them? Oh, I bet. So Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah. And, but it really, it didn't trigger me. Like last year, it really pissed me off. And this year I was like, that's really sad that, they don't like their job so much mm-hmm. that it's like belittling, like, I'm somehow threatening this individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. But it's saying more about you than it is about me. So I'm totally, homie, like, <laughs> I don't have to prove myself to you. So,
0: yeah.
1: Cool. But that's when I was like, I really like what we're doing because it's different. And it's triggering people in a good way of like, maybe people look at us and go, "Wow, if they can do it, I can do it."
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, and also like, it's such a it's such a such a it's so such a big development, you know, to like be in that <laughs> place that you're talking about where someone can kind of be trying to poke you and yeah. you not really get bothered because you know you're not energetically attached to it you know yeah. like you know you know that what you're doing is helping people you know that you love what you're doing you know and you also are aware that yeah people don't love what they're doing and that's yeah. a conflict and i think what we're in the process of right now is kind of not feeling guilty about that you know is learning yeah. how not to feel guilty because um <clears throat> yeah like it, it's it's almost like – well, yeah, just learning not to feel guilty about it or be ashamed of it or close it up. Um, and I think that's such a, like, great sign that you were just kind of, like, able to let it roll off your shoulders because, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's such an easy thing to, like, stir up, I feel like.
1: And normally I, like – I feel like in the past, like, I make snarky comments back or I'm kind of like a bitch or – you know what I mean? Yeah. But literally this time I was, like – yep yeah. and I would just like smile and nod my head and what at one point they were like oh yeah did you talk to Robin Williams and I was like actually we did yeah <laughs> and they were like really what was he like and I was like oh yeah not what you think um yeah. we didn't record that one and then they were kind of disappointed
0: so yeah
1: it was really interesting but it was fun
0: yeah yeah I mean I I think it's I think that it's really cool to um, – I keep getting that – I keep getting that image of like, you know, and I kind of said this before, but it's like whatever's in your cup is going to spill out when people get poked, when you poke poke you or shake you, right? So if yeah. like you're really insecure or whatever, you get shaken, like the insecurity is going to come out. If you're really stable, st- stability is going to come out. If you're really – whatever it is. um. um You know, like for me, even though, like I said, I was getting like positive feedback about what we're doing with the podcast and about all of that, um, for me, like I actually had a lot of, like I said, insecurity come out um, because um, we were at – so part of our camp was – and this is really fucking cool – was like a Vegas Cirque du Soleil show. That Ooh. you could actually come to it was we had a big top tent at our camp and like all Vegas performers and beforehand you could come and get a Vegas like top chef made a free meal for everyone and it was a different meal every night so you could get a reservation. It was so cool. It's like such an anti-Burning Man thing but at Burning Man, you know, like get a reservation. That's it's awesome.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah,
0: it was so cool and um, so – but anyway, so all these people performing are – they're from Vegas, right? They're beautiful, like absolutely beautiful have the most incredible bodies you've ever seen, can do the craziest shit, like the most extreme, just like what the f- – how do you even do that type of thing. And all of this old stuff about like this – just this belief of like I'll never be enough, you know. I'll never be enough. Like how could I ever measure up to this or this or this or this or this, or this? Um, You know, and like you speaking of – like that was what was coming up in me and I was just sitting there acknowledging it, you know. I was trying not to like feed into it too much. I was just acknowledging like, oh, this is a pretty real part of me. That's like you'll never be enough because there's always going to be somebody who's going to come up and show you up, you know. there's you. Even if you try as hard as you possibly can to – You know, like I noticed also within me, like I'm always trying to like gauge what everyone else is doing so I can make sure I'm safe, right? Because it's an insecurity. Mm -hmm. So I'm always trying to be like, okay, what is, what does everyone else have skill wise? Number one, like what's everyone else doing on skill level? What's everyone else on looks wise? What's everyone else clothes wise? Like how, 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 you know, I'm like rating everyone in my head. And then I'm like, okay, so where do I fall on this and how safe am I? And that's how I determine my level of safety because to me, safety – and this is something I realized at Burning Man, safety is about acceptance. Like am I going to be loved? Am I going to be accepted? Am I going to be included? Or will I be abandoned because there's someone better, you know? A better <laughs> friend, a better wow. girlfriend, a better whatever it is. And um, – and dude, it's hard, man. It's hard to like face this part of me because this part really believes this, really believes like you're, you're never going to be enough. This. You can't win this. You can't win. And the, log- the, the wise part of me can zoom out because I, I know what I would say if you were saying this to me, right? I know <laughs> that I would be like, but you don't have to compete with anyone. You're not competing with anyone. That's not what's going to make you happy anyway because there will always be someone new to quote unquote compete with because there's always going to be someone new doing something new and big and out there and whatever. Like even the biggest – even Cardi B is going to have to compete with someone. You know what I mean? She's the yeah. most out there person ever. Um,
1: Cardi B's pretty insecure though. Keep going. Keep going.
0: Sure. And yeah. I think a lot of celebrities are.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. which
0: is what especially the ones that do that are constantly like upping their game like it's because yeah. they want to be the ones who are always being talked about and if if they're not doing the most outrageous thing then who's gonna talk about them or see them in that light right so um but it just it just made me sad it made me sad that there's a part of me that always just feels like I really have to be better than other people or I have to. Um, I have to be better than I am right now. Like there's a part of me that just can't just I just can't accept how I am right now because I always think that I have to be better or more and 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 I hate that feeling of like somebody else being around me being really in their power mm-hmm. and really in their zone and mean me feeling like, oh well, I'm I'm not enough then. And so anyway, like I said, if I was going to be like the wise version of myself and zoom out, right, I would say, well, all you have to do is be a- in alignment with yourself. You just have to be, you know, the best version of yourself you can be and listen to yourself and follow your own impulses because you're not meant to be anyone else. You're meant to be you. But it's still difficult. Like it's really difficult. Yeah. It feels very threatening, you know?
1: yeah. Because it's a protective device, and and so yeah. if you don't protect yourself, the opposite, you'll get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So you keep telling yourself, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get hurt if I don't do this," you know?
0: Yeah, like you don't actually. It goes back to I think a childhood thing, because I, I was asking myself, "Well, where, what exactly is this from?" And it feels like when I, <laughs> I keep getting this memory, I don't think it was a specific memory, but I do think it happened several times where. I was like, okay, what is everyone in what are all the cool girls in school and like the hot girls in school? Like what do they wear? Right. And like how right. do they look? So then I would try to go emulate that, but that doesn't work for me or my body or my look. Like that that look yeah. never worked for me, right? Right. But so I would try to go emulate that. Right. And then I would come to school thinking, okay, I've done it. Like I've emulated it. I've I've whatever it is. And I come to school and like I said, it doesn't work on me because that's not me to begin with. Um, but it's almost like I've now I've so I've come into school thinking I'm good now, I'm safe, but actually come to find out, no, like it's the opposite. It's like now I've made myself a target because I actually don't look the way that I think I look. I actually look like silly and like I'm overexposing myself or a number of things, right? And so it's that fear of um, it's the fear of uh like not wait. I gotta put words to it because I've I've been trying to put words to it. It's like the fear that you think you're good, but you're not. Like the fear that you're actually not good when you think you're good, or like the fear of humiliation, you mm-hmm. know? Like thinking, oh, I'm I'm safe, or like, oh, I this looks good, or oh, this this is good with other people. And then them being like, no, actually, it's and then that rejection, you know, it's like humiliation and rejection. So um. So for that reason, I I think that part of us that's, like, trying to say, like, no, you're not good, it's saying that because it doesn't want you to think that you are good and then find out that you're not. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh,
1: yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But see what's interesting, even though you don't look at yourself this way, <clears throat> like the fairy hair is a good example, right? So the cool kids are always the ones that are doing different things and setting trends, right? They don't look like other people because they're determining how other people are dressing. When you got your fairy hair, I wanted to get fairy hair. And then like four other people in my reality were like, I want fairy hair now because you and Alexa have it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. <laughs> we're doing
0: it. <laughs> right. So
1: it was, it was, it's interesting because that's how I'm itching because I have bug bites all over my god. Oh, it's okay. Part. I wasn't paying attention. <gasps> so it's interesting. Um, because that's how I view you is um, yeah, one of the cool kids.
0: Oh, uh, well that's um, <laughs> oh one of the cool kids. Well that's that's interesting to hear and thanks for reflecting that and I but and but I don't need to be one of the cool kids. Is that what you were going to say? No, it wasn't. I don't – but I don't need to be one of the cool kids. I need to be okay with who I am because I'm never going to be like a supermodel. I'm never going to be like a Vegas performer. I mean I could be a Vegas performer but I'm saying I'm never going to be like five foot whatever. I'm five foot one. I'm never going to be whatever that is. I'm never going to – there're certain things that i think my whole life i've been aspiring to be and these thinking like oh well one day i'll find a way to be that and it's like no you're not going to be that and that's okay because that's not who you are you're a different type of way like you you look a different type mm-hmm. of way you have a different potential right yeah um but for example like so my partner <laughs> like The whole time at Burning Man, like the whole time. And part of me loves this and part of me hates this is that like people will come up to me and be like, oh, is that your boyfriend? And I'm like, yeah, really, really good looking girls will come up to me and be like, is that your boyfriend? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh my God, he's so cute. He's so funny. He's so this. And they'll go on and on. And on part of me, I'm like, I love that because like they're complimenting me and they're complimenting him and I love – like I love talking about him because I think the same things about him, you know? But another part of me is like, you know, all my freaking flags go. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not even that. It's more like, well, if you like him, yeah. And then I start comparing myself to this person and going like, well, why would he like me? And Mm -hmm. I know that's ridiculous to say. I mean, we've been together like seven years, but it's still this part of me that's literally looking at things on the surface and going, hmm, this does not equate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah superficially this does not equate. And I think I'm just having an interesting – I feel like this experience at Burning Man really forced me to confront that, like really forced me to confront, like, well, is that what it is about? Like is that what you believe it's about? Because if that's what you believe it's about, then you'll experience that in some way. But a part of you knows that's not what this is about. You know what I mean?
1: I know what you're saying, but I also think that – You don't know who's coming up to him saying, is that your girlfriend? Oh, my gosh, she's really funny. Oh, my gosh, she's mm. beautiful. Oh, wow, you're really lucky. Like, you don't know the other end of that. That's And true. that he might be like, oh, shit, like, what's happening here? You know, like, why is she with me? He might be having those same feelings, too. Um, or he could be experiencing that and having the thoughts like, yeah, I'm, I am a really lucky guy. Awesome. Because I feel like it can go both ways. Yeah. Like, I think we've all seen those couples. It's terrible to say, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> I think we've all seen those couples where we're like, nope. What's going on here? Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah.
1: This seems awkward. Yeah. And I I don't feel like you guys are one of those couples. I would tell you if I felt like that. And I don't would feel Would you like
0: tell me that? I really would, Alexa. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I we're one of those on couples on either,
1: no. no, but I think you both are equally attractive and then also I think intellectually, you both
0: balance each other out really nicely too. Wow, well, well thank you. Thank you. I, no I I, I the, what you just said really resonates with me and it just brings it back like just you don't know who's coming and saying things to him and actually like I just remembered that someone did come to him and say something t- about me and it's just this it's just this part of you that just discredits it you know what i mean and says well that's okay. not really real and that's not whatever so it really comes back to self-worth like that's what it yeah. is it really comes back to self-worth and 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 i just share this to like let you know that even i don't know like even when you think you have it all figured out even when you think you're super confident or things are good or whatever it's like you keep discovering more and more layers of yourself. It's like, whoa! Like you still believe that? Dang, mm-hmm. that is limiting. Like, wow. Okay, yeah, you know, maybe
1: it's time to let that belief go.
0: Yeah, it's definitely time to let it go. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, I came home thinking that is, like, my number one priority right now, like, that belief because it limits me in so many ways to, to work on in certain ways. Like, I kept getting the uh, idea about doing a little hypnotherapy with it, um, mm-hmm. doing some tapping, uh, like, other processes. But really, like, how that – it's just so important because it just keeps putting – in my head, it just keeps putting me less than other people. Like, l- you know, it makes <laughs> me say, like, oh, well, they're great, but I'm not. He's great, but I'm not. And it's really important to address for what I'm wanting to do in my life and what we're wanting to create here. So,
1: You know what keeps coming up in my head? What? I'm going to share it. So um, Oliver, God bless this kid. He's three. He just (laughs) turned four, just turned four. And I don't know if anybody's ever seen a three- or four-year-old walk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny because they don't look in front of them. They're constantly like looking around <laughs> or behind them. And you're like, man, you got to look forward. Yeah. And so I said something to him because there was a car coming and he was looking in the opposite direction. He was looking behind him. And I said, you can't look behind you if you want to go forward. And mm. I stopped and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit.
0: Look
1: oh at me. Shit. <laughs> look at how deep I am. But like it was it was really interesting. Um, so I keep saying that now. Like you can't look you can't look backwards if you want to go forwards.
0: Totally. Totally. So,
1: I, I, also, I had another experience where I got these cute little shorts and I was walking around the campsite and people were looking at me and I went to Alex and I was like, Sometimes I think I'm not cuter. Like sometimes I think I'm cuter than I actually am. And he's like, "That's crazy," and I was like, "Yeah, that is crazy. I am cute," and I walked off.
0: Yeah. And he was- <laughs> I love that. That's so cute. That's what I'm saying. That that uh, sometimes I think I'm cuter than I actually am. It's like that's that's the fear. Yeah. But I, but I love that you're just like, no,
1: no, I'm cute. No,
0: not true. I'm out. Yep. Bye. I'm yeah, I'm cute.
1: I'm out. Um, We're never going to be tall, Alexa. You and I will never be tall. Yeah. You could stand on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Like little be rascal tall. style. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but you know what? We're cute. I like being short. I like being short too. But that's what – and that's what I'm saying is like there. No, even if I was tall, I'd be looking right. at short girls going, I'll never be short. I'll never be I'll short. I'll never be short. I'll never be like tiny, you know, or be able yeah. to fit into these – place, whatever. Like there's always going to be a reason. That's what I'm saying. It's it's, yeah. it's It never ends. And that's – and I think that's the thing that it just, it just makes you kind of like close up because you go, wow, it doesn't matter what I do. There's always going to be something that I'm going to be like, oh, I'll never be that. And it's like you can look at it that way or you can look at it as right because I'm a unique individual and I chose – and then you come to the spiritual perspective that we've talked about on this podcast, or that the Arc Nine has shared, which is you chose this body, you chose this appearance, you chose this for a reason. And some, and and I think that's an interesting thing to think about. Like there, in in a like really, if if we did choose these exact bodies, and we did choose these exact appearances, and we did choose these things, to think about why would I have chosen this? Like why would I have chosen how I look? you know if if there are things that i'm insecure about well why would i have chosen to mm-hmm. have these things you know and and really let that be a source of power for you you know to 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 flip the script on it a bit and not be like oh i'm cursed or oh i'm not enough to be like actually i chose this so i must have chosen it for a reason and there must be something really beautiful here for me you know mm. um yeah yeah. No, I really like that perspective though. Thanks for sharing that. And Thank you for sharing your perspective. <laughs> yeah. You got it, man. You got it. Um <laughs> Um okay, well, if you have a perspective you'd like to share with us, uh share it in our private Facebook group, which is called Inner Bloomers, which more and more of you are joining every day. We love talking to you in there. Um, also, big news. We, have, we, as of this recording, have one spot left for our Lioness Leadership Retreat. One. Oh, one, one. If this is you, reach out to us ASAP because the retreat is about three weeks away. And we are freaking – no, like three and a half weeks away. And oh my goodness, we are so pumped. So pumped. So excited. So excited. The group of people that's coming with us is shaping up to be a really, really interesting group of energy. And I think this is going to be really powerful. Um, so reach us out to the, us about that. Um, the other thing is that we got an email the other day from Apple Podcasts. Charts um, saying that we have been charting recently. Um, Granite in the thousands, in the one thousand zone. But um, since they sent that email, I checked and we actually went up like two hundred and fifty spots yesterday, or something like that, which is huge. So um, I I looked and it looks like someone left us a recent review, and I feel or we feel like. Um, you know our reviews are a big part of what helps us get uh go up the charts and get recognized and noticed by other people who are looking for podcasts like this so if you have not left a review yet or even if you have leave us a review it would really really help us expand our reach and you know we're looking to get this message out there and grow this network and community as much as possible um and your reviews help us do that so i'm going to review read our most recent review Which is from JJ Sheeran, five stars, episode 150. The subject is episode 157 When You Want to Give Up, Double Down. Thank you so much for the pep talk. I've been feeling so unmotivated recently, and this has given me the little nudge that I needed to move in a positive direction. Can't wait to listen to your other episodes. So, thank you, JJ Sheeran, so much. And uh, yeah, Is that code for Ed Sharon? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I really. Does he listen to our podcast. That would wouldn't about? that be fucking hilarious? if like that would be he Just like casually listen.
1: Yeah, it was just
0: like well, I'm. I mean, they're regular people. I'm sure they yeah. do listen to podcasts. But they I mean, members. it yeah. definitely happens. Like it definitely has to happen because
1: Sheeran, if you're Ed
0: Sharon, yeah. write us, us a listen. jingle. Yeah, write us an intro. Would um, you
1: like us to use your song? Yeah. The we can fit it in there somehow. I don't know how, but we'll do it.
0: We'll do it. We'll when do it. it. Um, thank you so much for the review. And yeah, leave some reviews so we can read them on this here podcast. Um, Ambrosia, anything from you? I would like to
1: say thank you for the review as well. Um, I'd like to thank my friends and family. <laughs> just kidding. Um, No, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Readings. Readings are available on my website, ambrosiamatthews.com with an S at the end. Um, if you would like a private reading, you should probably book now because I'm going to be traveling soon. Whoop, whoop. And so I'm clearing out my calendar. Also, I am going to accept coaching clients too. Mm. So we. It's working more one-on-one with me. Um, Maybe I'll only accept one because the coaching program is coming up with the retreat. So um, reach out to me if you're interested in something like that or if you want more
0: information. Cool. And if you want a private EFT session with me to process your emotions um, or reprogram your beliefs – you can uh, go to my website, s o o t h e s soothe com and you can book a session there. You can email us at podcast at gmail.com at any time, um, whether it's about the last spot for our retreat that we have or purium, or um, any sessions with us. You can always reach us there. Um, also, don't forget to like us on Instagram at Inner Bloom podcast, Follow us on Facebook, Inner Podcast. Uh, (laughs) All the things. All the things. And YouTube because we have some YouTube. Oh, yeah. You get to see our faces. We finally got the YouTube back 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 in flow Nike has been making some really funny cute uh YouTube videos of us so it's really cool because it's like a different experience of the podcast it's like an enhanced experience because you're at, we actually have the video recording of the podcast but then Nike's editing in some really funny like it's just funny you're going to have to watch it Anytime. it's it's an enhanced experience let's say so definitely go check that out let us know what you think um and yeah we love oh Patreons. 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 Cool. Are they
1: patrons or Patreons? I don't
0: know. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) I know Brandon from Positive Heb calls them Patreon. So I'm like, (laughs) I know it's not that. I don't think that's right, Brandon. Uh, thank you so much to our patrons: Whitney Kanika, Tiffany, oh Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Nicolette Pierce, Mimi Abnetter, Maribella Amunzi, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha Boshinovich, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Jamie Purinton, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Sharon Char- Carol, Charm City Foster on, on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Alex Leterry, Alex Anderson, Donica Haskell, Alicia D'Amico, and. Nike, thank you so much for supporting us. and Thank um, you. Yeah, and if you're interested in being a Patreon and getting in on our conversations with Arc9, where Ambrosia channels and does all kinds of fun woo-woo stuff, uh, click the link in our show notes and you will get to pick a tier and it will explain everything you get right there. So thank you so much. We love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye.